Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'll be talking about the narcissistic brainwashing and indoctrination. Narcissistic abusers, in order to control their victims, need to have their victims choose the abuse. Part of the way they do this is by manipulating the victims to take their mistreatment as love. Perpetrators ultimately want to control their victims' minds, control their victims' habits, and ultimately control their victims entirely. By doing this, and by brainwashing and ultimately manipulating the minds of their victims, narcissistic abusers are able to use them as a source of supply, which they will ultimately choose. They will choose their relationship. They will come back thinking that there is love, when in fact there is no love, there's just manipulation. The way narcissistic abusers mind control, brainwash, and indoctrinate their victims is by manipulating the way the victims seize the abuse seeing it as necessary, good for them, and in fact, love. Narcissistic abusers want to control the perceptions of their victims by manipulating their victims to see and focus on and look at specific things and giving those things meaning. The narcissistic abuser is able to quite literally manipulate the way the victim sees the relationship in in its entirety, making them think that this pain and hurt and abuse is in fact love. Narcissistic abusers will begin their relationship with a sort of aura of infatuation and love, known as the love-bombing phase. This is the initial romance stage. In this space, victims are usually very excitable, open, vulnerable, and willing to hear messages that are carefully placed and manipulated into their victims, ones in which will later be used as a form of weapon against their own abusers. This will be how they control their minds, by initially downloading victims with negative and false ideas. The victim will then absorb these messages more readily and ultimately become controlled by the narcissistic abuser. It is these initial messages that the victim downloads and buys into. These are the false, this is the false self, the false narrative, the false story. Narcissistic abuse victims will welcome these messages. The perpetrator will then use these ideas to manipulate the victim, gaslight them, mind control them, and continuously abuse them all while the victim is entirely clueless as to the cause of their pain. So what you have is you have a narcissistic abuser who's planting seeds, so to speak, into the victim's mind. These seeds are essentially little trees where the narcissistic abuser can control the very mind of the victims. Now, these seeds are really just whatever the narcissistic abuse wants. So because there are not, there's no love, there's just fake love and mirroring, They can then put these thoughts in their victim's mind and then grow these thoughts and completely control the mind of their victims. In addition, once victims are brainwashed with these messages that promote serving the narcissist's false self, victims become lost in this false world, this false narrative, the storytelling, and the wild excuses for their bizarre, abusive, and manipulative behavior. This false world, which is otherwise known as the false self, is completely controlled by their abuser. The narcissist can mind control victims, move them as they wish, and ultimately determine the direction of their life and even their future. The narrative usually sounds something like, I'm a victim and everyone else just serves me, um, just needs to serve me to make up for how abusive my past was. They'll take on that victim consciousness and ultimately make victims feel bad for doing things for themselves ultimately forking over that narcissistic supply and serving the narcissistic abuser out of, out of guilt. Or they'll, it'll sound something like, I'm entitled to everything in this relationship because I'm the better, more superior partner. These messages are usually couched in abusive attitudes and subtle undertones, hiding the true intent of the perpetrator, uh, which is to abuse, manipulate, and, and, and torture victims and ultimately extract 
narcissistic supply. When victims are under this trance-like mind control, it is very difficult to see. It is very difficult, even once the relationship is over, to see how they were brainwashed. And this is a major shock to victims of narcissistic abuse who walk away from the relationship very confused and in complete and total chaos as how as to how they were prop, quite literally mind controlled the entire time. How what they thought was love was in fact abuse. Why couldn't they see the signs? How could they possibly not have known that the entire relationship was false? Usually there's a sort of feeling of helplessness, a sort of lowering of self-esteem and feeling like one can't trust themselves. And this is part of the gaslighting. You know, with, with brainwashing and indoctrination, there's an aspect of gaslighting because they want you to doubt yourself and then take on the narrative and lies of the narcissistic abuser. They want to stuff down these lies into your psyche and ultimately make you a willing slave. A couple of methods on how to deal with being indoctrinated and narcissistically abused in this way. First of all, we all operate out of a certain program, unconscious programming, known as pro childhood programming. So what's important to understand is oftentimes we enter into relationships with this same program and therefore we're sort of wired to connect. So if we grew up with dysfunctional relationship patterns, dysfunctional maybe abuse, if there's narcissistic abuse, we will be more prone to align ourselves with those types of perpetrators. It'll become much more natural. Now, to a certain degree, we are indoctrinated and brainwashed in childhood. Every child has a certain amount of brainwashing. Some of them is more, are more toxic, some of them are healthier. In the case of abuse, they're usually extremely dysfunctional and the narrative is usually self-abusive where the victim will quite literally have messages of, of worthlessness and shame already implanted. And therefore, what they'll do is they'll find perpetrators, they'll find narcissistic abusers to replay these childhood wounds with and the dysfunctional programming creating this toxic bond. Narcissistic abusers will use that at those denied aspects and that faulty programming, the shadows and the, ch and the childhood wounds of the narcissistic abuser, I'm sorry, of the victim. Once they are aware of the blind spots, of the vulnerabilities, of the denied aspects, they will mind control and manipulate the victims through that by love bombing them and offering a sort of solution to their pain, a sort of all-encompassing godlike love that finally feels quite literally intoxicating to victims who most usually don't have that type of love, of healthy love growing up. The, deny, the unconscious programming and the denied aspects of the self become the access point for the manipulator who can offer fake love, uh, like I mentioned, in order to sue the unconscious childhood wounds, which is why it's imperative to become very self-aware, become conscious. If I'm not mistaken, it's 90 to 95% of the individual's awareness is unconscious, which means the person is operating out of 5% consciousness. That leaves a lot of blind spot for narcissistic abusers to key in, manipulate, and ultimately abuse their victims. So becoming aware of your shadows, of your denied aspects, of your unconscious programming, identifying your, ch your childhood wounds, and healing those is imperative because otherwise we will leave one relationship and oftentimes enter into another one, one that is equal or more abusive than the last. It's important to understand one's self-talk and understand that messages that we say to ourselves are oftentimes given to us in childhood and then later on by abusive relationships. The way we talk to ourselves, the way we see ourselves, the way we perceive life, the way we see, the way we listen, the way we talk to ourselves and listen to ourselves, and ultimately the way we speak to other people. A lot of times we're operating under thoughts and pretenses and ideas that are quite literally brainwashing. This is hard to see because oftentimes the brainwashing comes from one uh, who is loved, such as a parent, a family of origin. We don't want to believe that our family of origin is living some sort of denial state in, in a lie. 
But if we don't do this, we go out into the world and ultimately replay these childhood wounds, which wreak havoc and ultimately lead oftentimes to narcissistically abusive relationships. So it's important to become self-aware. Self-awareness is the antidote to, to being manipulated, gaslit, indoctrinated, and brainwashed. When you're aware of your truths, when you stand in your authenticity, then nobody can tell you that you are wrong because you already know the truth of your life. Becoming aware of who you are, what the truths are in your life, and understanding that only you can really truly know who you are. If you are truly honest with yourself, you will avoid the blind spots and you will see them as ultimately opportunities to learn more about yourself as opposed to denying them, avoiding them, using addiction or avoidance tactics to avoid your 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 shadows and avoid your wounds. Instead, face them, heal them, and become conscious so that you do not leave yourself open to narcissistic indoctrination. Thank you so much for listening. It's a pleasure to bring you this podcast today. I offer a free 15-minute consultation if you are struggling after narcissistic abuse. I can be reached at YITZ, that's Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. By phone, 252-696-4852. I work with a mind map therapy system that is wonderfully designed to help you identify your unconscious programming, your childhood wounds, and your shadows to help you become fully aware so you can fully understand when you're being manipulated, gaslit, indoctrinated, and abused, and ultimately pulled into the narcissistic abuser's false world. So once again, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, all the best.